welcome to Getting Into Games, the podcast about board games. It is Friday. Thanks Friday. for listening. Woo! I am joined by David Lindsay, as always. Hello. I'm also joined by special guests, Abdallah. What's up? And Bradley. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for joining us guys today on our episode of getting into games podcast about board games where we talk about games that we're just learning and getting into and we find ourselves in a unique situation along with everyone in the world where you can't get together to play board games yes you're not supposed to you're not supposed to it's not yeah. recommended not um recommended. So uh, I just want to, before we, I don't want to focus too much on the negative today, and I don't, I don't think anybody really wants to talk about quarantine anymore. Uh, so let's, uh, let's just take a minute and talk about this before we move on. But how's everybody, uh, how's everybody holding up surviving being on their own, in their home alone, uh, or with your family? Abdallah, why don't you kick it off? How's your how's your survival going? Honestly, I have become an isolationist in my room. I've been playing a lot of games. Uh, a lot, of, just a lot of games. What games? Uh, Team Fight Tactics, League of Legends, which are pretty closely related. Just got Animal Crossing, so I've been crushing that too. Mm. And um, How's your little, island? Uh, my island is fantastic. I am pretty much running everything. Tom did Nook you get taking... cherries? Yes, I did get cherries. Good for you. Abdallah's cool. Island is coveted. From what <laughs> I hear on the internet. Oh, really? It's going around. Yeah, cherries are big demand from what I hear. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Look at you. I got them. Look at you the cherries. Anything else, Abdallah? Um, you have no. toilet paper? Oh, plenty. Got a Costco membership, as you know. Huge proponent of Costco. <laughs> I do, no. Um, yeah, no, just been, you know, kind of cruising, going to the park six feet away from everyone else, if possible. Mm. Get some sun and keep That's my good. sanity up. Still in your, in you, your robe. Oh, I was going to yeah. say, have you gotten dressed, like officially dressed? So I have, these days? I have, yeah, actually, yes. I have seven of the same robe, though. Mm. Um, oh, no. wow. No, I'm luxurious. No. Um, actually, I wear the robe after. This is gonna sound funny. After I do like style my hair so that I don't put a shirt on and mess it up, I put the robe on so that I can let it dry. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Nice. Hair styling uh, uh, tips from. If, if you got curly hair, just put a robe on. If you don't have a hair dryer, works great. That's great. Um, Bradley, how yeah. about you? Uh, I would have to say overall, it's going well. I'm excited of the fact that I am working from home because I'm anticipating using this as an argument to be able to keep working from home post uh, quarantine. So I like it. I'm like, all right, we're going to we're going to lean into this and do a good job so that when we get back to work, I can be like, but do you need me here? Really? I mean, look at yeah, my productivity. All the time. Exactly. <laughs> the train, the train kept running when we were all in our own homes. So clearly you don't need me to be here physically. So I think uh, a lot of people will um will have that same same thought, same sentiment. A lot of yeah. companies will be considering that. For sure, for sure. But outside of work, I mean, uh let's see, I pulled out Civ five again. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it is, we still do have the two-year-old running around, so I got to be able to pause at any moment's notice. And uh... that inhaling, by the way, is is Abdallah. Oh, you can hear that? Oh yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> 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 the uh <laughs> so it's always so good to have a game it's always good to have a game that you can literally pause at any moment because it's turn-based yes because yeah. you may have someone screaming or crying uh or otherwise demanding your attention <laughs> at any given moment exactly yes so uh who's your uh who's your nation right now so i actually got all of the downloadable content so i'm trying that out with the uh shoshan tribe i love it uh really really interesting um and i'm also trying not to do combat so i'm actually not quite sure what i'm doing with them but mm. i'm getting tired exactly of my neighbors your, your path to victory not uh sure it's of gonna it right now it's gonna be science but okay uh all of their cool units are actually industrial uh because once they get horses and gunpowder they just start coming out with comanche riders and so i think i'm gonna change my entire strategy on that on that note interesting <laughs> interesting well, I'll check back in with you and see how that's going. David, yes. my friend. Yes. Everything's going well. Um, uh, I am perusing the the PS Now catalog. Sure. As of lately. Um, For sales. Well, no, the, uh, the, they're streaming. They're online streaming. Oh, right, there. right. Uh, it's actually pretty cheap. I think they lowered the price. I think it used to be like 20 bucks, but I think it's like $10 now. Um, per month. But yeah, my, I got it originally cause my son wanted to play like a bunch of Lego games and they have like pretty much all of them on there. So, Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's an easy way to get a, get access to a bunch of like kid friendly stuff. It's an but easy then, way uh, to get, uh, like an hour or two of peace. Oh yes, oh man! I mean, per day longer if you're a, a terrible parent like I am. Mm. <laughs> Just let them play for for a while. Um, I figure, hey, something like this isn't going to come around. Hopefully, not frequently. So yeah, right. Uh, we're just kind of running with it, and yeah, play video games all day. Yeah, and you know, maybe then we can get back into the swing of like doing some schoolwork and stuff. But not yet uh, yeah <laughs> that that's been the challenge really is like trying to get the kids to pay attention to any, doing any kind of schoolwork while right. they're at home because to right. them it, it feels like a vacation and i don't oh, yeah. it feels like that uh to me as well sometimes but uh yeah all in all it's been been pretty good i've been playing um what the game i found in there was uh something sniper Sniper Some Elite? Sniper, game. sniper, uh, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Sniper Some World Elite? War II sniper game. Is that sniper the one where you four. can shoot Hitler in the balls? I don't know. I haven't gotten to that <laughs> point Is that the yet, one but... that when you, when you snipe someone, it gives you, like, a slowdown, and, like, you see, like, the... Yes. It's like an x-ray vision of the... Yeah, the you can hit. see, like, their organs and stuff. And yeah, so I believe... I believe in, in one of them, I, it might be Sniper Elite 3, or it might be all of them, I don't know. But there's there's a when you get to snipe Hitler, you can snipe. Well, I think you can do it to anybody. But the the thing is, people always do it to Hitler, where you snipe him in the balls, and it shows a <laughs> X-ray close-up of the bullet and the <laughs> blowing the testicles up. So it's yeah, like some it's Tarantino pretty gruesome game in that, yeah. in that regard. But uh, I'm expecting you to report back. Oh, man. Yes, I'll, I'll keep you updated. Yeah, make sure you record. Mission that complete. For science. Okay. 
<laughs> How about you, Mark? What have you been uh, doing in in this time? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, it's it's been it's been great for me. You know, I tend to uh, not want to leave my house under any circumstances whatsoever. So, uh, being forced to isn't like bad to me. Um, yeah, it's kind of an introvert stream right now. Yeah, like, yeah. So being so forced to be at home. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people find themselves in very difficult positions. Uh, and and so that's can be upsetting to me. Uh, fortunate in a lot of ways uh, in right. regards to my livelihood. Um, it turns out, uh, you know, crime never stops. It's true. Um that's the running joke, guys, that we don't talk about our jobs on the podcast because we're criminals. Mm. Um, I don't think I've had a job ever. Yeah. Yeah. Can't imagine exactly. why. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I mean, in a good spot personally, and so it just means like I'm just playing with my kids all day. Yeah. It's like kid time all day and that is great and also exhausting um like we're having a good time everyone's feeling good everyone's happy um my son is like do you don't have to go to work today and i'm like no I yeah don't. <laughs> um and so then we're we're like you know try to do some school work play some video game like when i get him on video games then it's like oh i'm gonna go do my own thing which just involves me laying down for a little while right um uh but it's been great so far i'm having i'm i'm okay i'm surviving i'm doing just fine um toilet paper situation is good (laughs) so you know i've been trying not to because like i had plenty of toilet paper before all this happened and I didn't want to be part of the part of the problem, um, but my wife went grocery shopping like right when all this stuff hit, and you know we were you know um, work was canceled and we were at home and and all that stuff, and she picked up a roll, and I was like, oh now we're we're like really good because we had like plenty. We had, she picked up like a know. single roll of toilet paper. No, no, it was like <laughs> uh, like a six pack or something like that. Right, right. Now you're like, oh, this is good. You can't, we're, buy, we're the, you can't buy the jumbo packs anymore. Right. I don't no know way. how Costco's doing, but like uh, the normal grocery store, they don't, they don't have the, the big packs in stock. Um, and then I went to the store and I needed tissues and I was going to buy some and they literally had a limit of one single box of tissues. Oh my gosh. And uh, like not a pack, just one single box. You could buy one. Um, and so I was like, well, if I run out of tissues... I guess I'm using toilet paper, so let me just pick up another roll of toilet paper. <laughs> so now I'm part of, officially part of the problem. Well, and then it, it turned out well for you because I, I know you've had raging diarrhea for the last 24 hours. So Well, I, I think, mean, I wasn't going to bring that up. But. Oh, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> since you did. Burning through those Now it's out there. <laughs> the one thing that's definitely been saving my family is that we got bidets. On oh, everything. nice. Oh. Fifteen dollars on Amazon just will change your life. Yeah, yeah. I need to. I need to look into that, dude. They're so easy to hook up. The days so what, for days. So you just need like a hand towel that's like by the toilet. Then I mean, we still use toilet paper, but like you use a lot less. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Very good. Very good. We'll put that in. You know, everybody. You know, take that as your 
your your your learn for the for the quarantine here your your takeaway days. now we got two abdallah is full of all the tips here that's right mm-hmm. robe with curly hair yep mm-hmm. yep and, bidet uh, 15 bucks and bidets bidets to save you in the apocalypse yeah um so uh let's let's move on from the quarantine talk uh dave tell me real quick who are these who are these men who are these strange men in this in this podcast with us they're our party our D and D party. Oh, so <laughs> we had a episode a little while back talking about getting into Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. And, Dragons. Whoop. and uh, these are the folks we've been playing with. So thanks, Abdallah and Bradley, for joining <laughs> us on the podcast and talking about um, a little bit more about how we've been playing Dungeons and Dragons and and what we're doing now with that. For sure. Uh, I couldn't be happier to be here. Um, I have a friend, as I'm sure you are both familiar with, that is just extremely jealous that I am on the show. Like, (laughs) unironically extremely jealous that I am on here. Weird. Can't imagine who that would be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, we do have such a a huge listenership. It could be talking about anybody, as far as I know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, we wanted to we wanted to take some time and 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 on this episode do something a little different where uh, a lot of people find themselves in a situation where they're not able to play games the same way that they were playing games before, which includes us in our ability to play D and D. Whereas we got together a couple times last year to kick it off, start off our our first foray into adventuring, and we played. A few games together at our homes, rolling dice together on the table, moving miniatures around a board, and drawing maps on a board, and and it was great. And we all loved it. And then we couldn't do that anymore. And so we decided to look into alternative solutions to play Dungeons and Dragons together. And it turns out there's great ways to do that. Yes, there is. For sure. Um we got to spend some time using a couple different tools, and we just want everybody to, uh, we want to talk about it for a little bit. We want everybody to be able to have an understanding of what they are, and if it works out for you and you find yourself in a position to, to use some of these things and play games, we think that would be of benefit to, to people. So we're going to talk about a couple different, couple different digital, digital, digital tools, digital things, online things, the internet. We're gonna talk about the internet today. Um, so, uh, Al Gore. Yeah. First of all, thanks to Al Gore, um, the real MVP of the coronavirus, Al Gore. Um, but yeah, um, the big things, the two big things, the two big tools that we're gonna talk about: Roll Twenty and D and D Beyond. These have been the two things that have been the biggest, the most useful impactful items that we've used so far and i'm going to shuffle this section off roll 20 to our guest bradley to talk us about roll 20 let me introduce you first as well for one sec Uh, bradley is our dm um so bradley has been the one who's really spent the most time with the D&D systems 
out of all of us, I think. I think that's certainly fair to say. Um, he's uh, the one who's, who's guiding our, our journey, our adventuring here. Uh, and he spent some time with Roll20 before now. Uh, and then now has been our chance to really like kind of get into using it. So uh, Bradley is also an old friend of mine. Uh, so uh, yes, Bradley. For sure. Tell us about Roll20. Yeah, it's funny to say where I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm the person that's the quote-unquote expert on the D&D system, but I think it's more just because for years I wanted to get into it and was always having trouble finding a group to join. And uh, more and more was realizing uh, the only solution here is somebody's got to be the DM. So uh, I started picking up everything and reading how to become a DM that's a situation together exactly i'm sure lots of people have found themselves in yeah uh sometimes but you're the one who's willing to take the plunge and it's i'll do it and it's not that crazy of a plunge i have found um that's encouraging to hear so yeah i'm sure that's another one we could do for another time but roll 20 roll 20 is one where when i was first trying to figure out okay how on earth am i going to get a group of people together um so many people for years have actually been using this platform, uh, Roll20, for being able to interact with groups of people all over the country, all over the world, really, to be able to play Dungeons and & Dragons and Pathfinder and really other tabletop role-playing games. Um, you go to Roll20.net, that's where you can find it there. They call it your virtual tabletop, and they really try and give you all these tools to be able to be the dungeon master um, in a virtual setting. Um, And they try to make it as simple as they can. I mean, as soon as you make an account, you're able to choose what game you're going to be setting up, invite people to it, and you can jump right in and start playing. So um, one of the things I think that's actually really cool, I've never actually done this. This would be one that could be interesting, depending how long we're all stuck here at home um but once you have an account you're actually able to try and join other people's games um like strangers like strangers straight up uh i'm not quite that much of an extrovert so i don't think i'm going to be the one jumping in to do that i'm like you mark i'd rather just kind of stay home <laughs> and uh play my own games i don't know bradley That's... what's what does stranger danger look like in the time of the coronavirus is it uh <laughs> watch out for strangers in online D games i i mean i'm with you like yeah the the worst is going to be what kind of unsavory unsavory character are you running into in the uh in the middle of your rpg game on roll 20 but, but it's there well, it's there, available there is it is there chat, and it's available uh, feature so you, you never know see, what would yeah. pop up on that video chat Ooh, that's true but that, that is was- true I was gonna say for that, even if you uh, if you were ready to take that plunge, I know there's like a bunch of subreddits and stuff where you can like just find people. LFGs. Like, yeah, or Discord like rooms where you can just find people and just be like, "Hey, I- I'll be the dungeon master. Let's do this thing on roll 20. And then, because mm-hmm. I know that's how uh, someone I know started playing D and D and getting acclimated with being a, a DM was just. Go, like just yeah, just going on Reddit, finding a group, and leading it from there—just random people that he's now friends with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's there. If you're like desperate to the point where like I must adventure, then you can do that. And uh, Abdallah, you're highlighting the fact that sometimes it's almost it might even be more uh, 
or less pressure to do it with a bunch of random people on the internet that you're never going to see again versus uh, getting a bunch of people together time and time again for a campaign right? and uh, hopefully do a good job. So, But really, I find the main use is really exactly what the four of us are doing of trying to bring your own personal D&D group together, but online instead of getting around on a table. Um, and I think there's a couple advantages to it. One, obviously, when we're all stuck at home, uh, you can't beat that. You can't get together at your dining room table, can't roll out a map to be able to draw maps and uh, roll dice together. Um, yeah. But I, I think, uh, Mark, you had you had the, the phrase, uh, what, what was it, the metric? Time to bed. Like, all right, we're going let's get to we'll we'll get to this right now since you bring it up. The 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 thing for me, um, there's a there's a phrase when you talk about like online shooters and stuff, which is time to kill. Um, which is like if you're playing a game like Call of Duty, the time to kill is very short. So when you go when you're out in Call of Duty and you start getting hit, you're done. Uh, there's other games where like the time to kill is like maybe a little bit longer. So um, uh, I want to say maybe like Player Unknown's Battlegrounds has a longer time to kill. Where like oh you start taking shots oh but I'm gonna be able to find cover oh now I'm taking more shots now I'm downed and now I have like a recovery timer someone can come save me oh too late well then so like the time to kill is longer than in Call of Duty where it's like pop pop done. Um, well, I thought of a another one that's maybe closer to my heart, which is time to bed. So whenever you <laughs> wrap up a game, how quickly do you get to bed? So that's like, a, you know, if you're over at somebody's house playing games. The time to bed is very long. Yeah. You have a long time to bed. <laughs> you got to drive home. Dave has to drive yeah, an hour yeah. to my house to, to play games. <laughs> so one thing he's keeping in mind is the time to bed from <laughs> from here is at least an hour. I mean, you got to factor that in, right? Because you're like, okay, well, we'll probably play playing games till, I don't know, midnight. So it's like, I'm definitely not getting home till like one o'clock. Yeah, know, exactly. Or, or something like that. Exactly. So. So, so what the advantage to me for Roll20 is TTB, time to bed, Less than five minutes. Less than five minutes. <laughs> uh, I have to argue that that's exactly... It's actually... What's really funny is, is part of where I found out about Roll20 is because I would listen to people that uh, would be doing, like, live play podcasts or playing on Twitch, and I kept being like, how are these people able to do this time and time again? Right. Because the time to bed for me when I'm getting together with guys around the table is insane and then it's i'm like so ah there we go it's because they're doing this online and mm -hmm. you know the other side of it too is there is something about the original tactile drawing at a map um on yes. the table that is just a blast bringing miniatures into it um yes. but i think that you can attest i am not the artist of the group and uh, I think no. Roll20 is, is <laughs> Roll20 is really nice because um, there's a lot of people on the internet that really love map making mm -hmm. and have done a lot of the work for you. And so mm -hmm. already the adventure we're in now, one of them's a pre-built uh, campaign, but there's other ones that I've just been able to say, all right, we're doing a cave with these many rooms. 
boom, mm-hmm. somebody already had designed a cave that'll work perfectly for it. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's the other side of it on Roll22 is that alongside being able to join games, host your own games, there's also a marketplace that has tons and tons and tons of pre-made um, campaigns themselves, like the one we're doing, Lost Mine of Fendelver, is the already in there. Set. The starter set is already there. You, I could purchase it, upload the maps, and we could be running in five minutes. Um, then there's other places where people created like their own dungeons that would take a little more time. Of these are the creatures we want to play with, but it it takes a lot of the from scratch design for a DM out that I think is just fantastic. Yeah. And also, uh, you, you mentioned the maps. Um, the maps that we use are interactive. Like, we, we're all moving our pieces around still. We can see what's going on. There's, um, exactly. They're usable. They're, they're great. And you, you can set it up in a way where you can control what's visible to the players. You can control who's able to move what pieces so that I'm really only able to move my own um, character. Uh, and I can't move my other players' characters. I can't move the enemies. Um, things like that. For sure. But but I what if, one of the things I appreciate about it, though, is that it isn't a game platform that's trying to take the storytelling RPG D&D and make it like a 3D environment, like, you know, you're exploring Skyrim or something like that. It's still trying to be like, let's make this as much of a real-life tabletop experience but just on your computer instead of on your dining room table um that i think just keeps me excited about it and interested in trying and seeing what else we can do and and roll 20 moving forward yeah it's got so many good tools i think like uh, you know it's got the um the video chat which is actually partially how we're we're doing this recording right now we're all logged into roll 20 and um you can see each other hear each other all through the the app, which is great, and then there's Dave is uh, in costume. I am, yeah, <laughs> yep. full my uh, my ranger outfit. I'm ready to go. Abdallah is in a robe, not yep. in costume. TTB. I mean, just time to bed. That's yeah. what we're here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Abdallah's shooting to, to shave off at least thirty seconds from time to bed. Yeah, a few yeah milliseconds my, in. My bed is directly behind me, as you guys can probably see. Um, yeah, jealous. At a moment's, yeah, no, at a mo- at a moment's to, notice, TTB as you can get. I'm there. <laughs> but it's got the uh, dice rolling feature where you can just type in, you know, how many uh, dice yeah. you're rolling, uh, the sides. Uh, you can add your modifiers. Add modifiers, yeah. It, and it makes it so easy. And, um, you know, there's other, other tools like uh, for measuring distance and, uh, you know, marking locations and stuff like that. So. It's a pretty uh, comprehensive system when you're talking about like you know your your barriered entry if you want to play role playing games with people. You know, just I mean, if the barrier one of the biggest is hurdles is finding a group, exactly. Right? And like we already talked about, getting the fact together, that, like, you can find other people on there that might already have a group, and you could just join up with them. You know, yeah, I think that's what we've already experienced. Is that when we were doing this in person, we were looking at man, we're doing this about every month. And now, in the last two weeks, we're already going to be closing in on three or four sessions, simply because, again, time to bed, but also... We're stuck um, at home. We're stuck at home, (laughs) but there is is also the reality, 
on my side as the DM, now that I've pre-purchased the adventure, my prep time is even shorter. Uh, I don't have to think through, like, wait, how do I need to sketch this out ahead of time? It's like, no, I just need to click, click. Here's the map, guys. Let's start running. Yeah. And uh, I think that that adds a great upside to the DM on that side of things. I would say the one caveat that I can think of, though, is if, you're the, if this is your first dungeon mastering experience, um, if you've never dungeon mastered uh, for Dungeons & Dragons or for another RPG, trying to both learn Roll20 and learn that might be a little bit much. But I, they have some great walkthroughs and things like that that make it really easy. I wanted to highlight, or re-highlight, uh, a feature that uh, Dave had brought up. Uh, what's everyone's take on the um, transparent rolling situation with the uh, with the virtual oh, dice yeah. rolls? So that's yeah, no, that's a great point because uh, what's the what what's the most physically satisfying thing in Dungeons and Dragons? Rolling dice, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, yeah, that is like you could like it brings you to this rolling the dice to do the actions that is such a central piece of what dungeons and dragons is um and what roll 20 does is it enables you to type in so right here i'm going to do it live we're doing it live roll uh forward slash roll d20 and I rolled Ooh. a one. Ooh. That, that is a, that's a critical <laughs> fail there, Mark. I got it out of the way before our session. So, um, Oh, man. Hopefully that's not indicative of this episode. Oh, that boy. is not. Yeah. <laughs> that does not feel good. It doesn't feel good to type roll D20 and then see a one. That's when you're like, what am I doing here? Why don't I just roll some real dice like what I want to do? Um, but uh, Abdallah, you rejected digital dice rolling. Well, yes, mainly because I had bought these metal die, dice, <laughs> whatever you want to say, and I'd been so eager to play them, and I was like, you know what, I don't care that there's a rolling mechanic. Plus, something that I like to do, just like for my own head, is I'll just roll it, like in between, like as we're going, just so one, I can do something with my hands so I don't get distracted, because I get distracted Please don't do it during easily. the podcast, they'll hear it. Yeah, no, I, I, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm holding the die in my hand, but I'm not going to roll it. Resisting or, the urge. I'll just, uh... Just, like, do a couple just practice rolls just to be like, oh, okay, well, I got a one there. It doesn't matter. Like, now my Mm. probability of getting a one next time is less, which is absolutely not the case. But (laughs) I I, I really didn't want to crush your dreams on that one. That's not how that works at all. But it's just for my own mind. I'm like, all right, I just rolled a one. This next one is going to be great. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what the algorithm is that they use for, you know, calculating dice rolls on the website. I'm sure that they're happy with it, whatever it is, and that it's, you know, reliably comparable to actually rolling a die. But I, mean, I was uh, happy with the last game we played because I was getting, yeah. I think we all were, we're getting yeah. some 20s. Yeah, so we got some good rolls. A fair amount of 20s in there, so. We got some good rolls. Know, maybe, uh, maybe it does lean towards the, my, the higher side there. My favorite part, though, was, yeah, I mean, so like, hey, if you if you want to roll dice, roll dice. If you're play, even if you're playing, like, get a group that's chill enough to let you just have fun in the way that you want to have fun. And if you have a cool set of dice and you're like, man, I can't go out because the world is dying, uh, but I want to roll these dice, you can roll them. And then just roll the dice on your table and tell them the result. Uh, and 
uh, you know, if you're like Abdallah, then every time you do that and no one can verify it, you just happen to roll 20s. <laughs> okay. okay. No, I don't know. And, and then picks up the device, the dice to show you. And, uh... Yeah, he'll pick it up <laughs> and be like, hey, see, it was a 20. I just rolled it. And you're like, okay, <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> the amount of... Th- oh, I'm not even going to entertain that. But yeah, that's, that's, that's a singular narrative from one person. Yes. Uh, it sounds like everybody <laughs> but you. So... <laughs> But hey, it worked out in our favor. It was part of the party, so I mean, <laughs> yeah. If Bradley was well, on yeah, the other that's, eye, that's other uh, side, saying, "Well, all twenty, so I don't know what's happening, guys. You're all dead." Yeah, it yeah. Let's fuck. Well, I I think it's if you get the dungeon master's guide, it's like in chapter one. They're like, "We highly suggest you don't roll in a way that the players can see, just in case mm-hmm. things start going awry." <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. I found this out uh, diving into trying to play role-playing games with my kids. Mm. Um, and um, Hero Kids we were playing. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, it, just kind of leading them in that, you realize really quickly, you're like, mm, I'm going to just, we're going to, you know, let them win this one, you know, like it's because uh, it's not going to be fun otherwise. And that's the kind of the whole objective is like storytelling and fun and yeah, mm-hmm. just having a good time. So, exactly. Uh, yeah. You don't want to like destroy your party and be like, nah, you know, like uh, you're not playing against the DM, you know, right. playing with them. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I am going to pivot this conversation, guys, because we are we are actually not going to talk about D&D Beyond for this episode. Okay. okay. Uh, I think we should be able to get everyone together again another time to do D&D Beyond, right? Talk about that app a little bit. Um, yeah, but 100%. we've uh, we've uh, I just wanted to say that before we moved on here, because um, we're, we're using a good amount of our time, and I'm totally cool with it. I think this is a good conversation about Roll20. Um, tell me, Bradley, how did you set up and use Roll20? How did you set up a game for everybody? How did you invite everybody to a game? Yeah. Like the really like ground level stuff of going and typing in Roll20 and getting to use it. What was that like? For sure. Uh, I would say for the most part, it's pretty straightforward. Um, the, it takes a little bit of, it is not the kind of clear cut you know, one click away kind of interface on a website. It's a little bit of an older website to some extent, but that's because they're focusing in on the platform of what you're playing. Um, so it's once you're kind of logged in on your new um, account. user account, um, there's a create new game button. It's nice. You can literally just click that. And then from there, you either choose a module of like an adventure that's already created or just say, I'm ready, create game, and you get, huh, you get to load in on just literally a blank 25 by 25 grid and start dropping buildings, um, stones, things like that. Um, I'd say the hardest thing going in is if you're going to be designing things on your own, there's a lot of um, learning how to navigate the uh, pages. That's where I said they have some great walkthroughs that they're like, now we're going to create a tavern. Um, if you've ever played around at some point with MS Paint, or uh, <laughs> I always I always think of like the original Sim Cities, or really any Sim City, because like you've got the main street level, and then you can drop down to the sewer level, and then the electrical grid level. 
there's that sort of layering system within within uh, roll 20 so it's like i'm going to drop rocks in here and then i'm going to cut underneath the rocks to put the grass down and um if you're a person that loves to design your own maps they give you all the tools to be able to do it in some really really cool ways or you can literally they have a, it's there's this there's a uh, a search menu within an art library and it searches the whole internet looking at roll 20 and I, you can literally type cave, and it's just going to have a whole list of caves that you can drag over, stretch over your map, and just start inviting people. So, inviting people that you highlighted as well, uh, it kind of gives you two ways. There's, in the kind of the lobby of your game, um, you can either send an in- invite to that person's email, or what, I, what we found was easier is I can just send you the link to the, to the lobby. And then once you're in there, you can jump into the game, and uh, once everyone's logged in, you can start rolling. So, throughout the game, um, a con- kind of on the DM side, the Dungeon Master side, a lot of what you are doing is navigating uh, the players from one screen to another, and then revealing characters from different layers. So, like, I have a whole layer on mine that is called the GM info overlay that when I look at it, there's lots of different pieces of information and different characters that when you guys are looking at the map, you're just seeing the landscape and a couple enemies. So a lot of the DM side is just learning to navigate. Okay. This time I'm revealing this character into the other one. So, but, um, yeah, I'd say the kind of the those are kind of the quick steps. There's it it's a lot of what I like about it is it pushes you to be into the interface and onto the tabletop as quickly as possible. Yes, I agree. I agree. Uh does anybody else have any other thoughts about roll twenty before we move on? Um not really, I don't say anything specific. I mean, so far it's getting us to play more D and D, which I'm ecstatic about. Same. Like, um, as soon as we started playing, I was like, "Man, I just want to play more D and D." But yep, there's like so many factors that go into getting the group all together in one shot. So, uh, this is great. I still prefer in person. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's something around about sitting around a table and you know having like miniatures and rolling dice and um eating snacks because it feels weird eating snacks by yourself (laughs) digitally yeah you gotta you gotta mute yourself every time yeah 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 lots of crunching all that stuff (laughs) but uh but i mean uh you know this this gives us more time to play and and that's awesome yeah i agree um, all right. Well, we I think we spent uh, a good amount of time talking about Roll20, and I wanted to get us to talk about D&D Beyond and to talk about our 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 session, our gameplay up to this point, but um, I feel like we this is a good, good episode. This is a good amount of time to spend. We'll do this again. We'll get everyone together again and 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 do another round where we'll talk about some of that stuff. So um, check out Roll20, play Dungeons Dun- & Dragons. Yeah, check out mm-hmm. Roll20.net, play Dungeons and Dragons, and uh, Dave, who yes. are who are we and where can people find us? We are Getting Into Games, and they can find us at gettingintogames.com, 
And we have a Instagram that is deadbirdrip on Instagram. And you can send us an email at deadbirdrip at gmail.com. Getting into games is the podcast. Gettingintogames.com is the website. Deadbirdrip is the Instagram. Deadbirdrip at gmail.com is the email address. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Abdallah, send us, ho- send us home. Uh, wash your hands, you dirty people. Just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, stop your recording.